I have to jump right in with today's dedication. I'm dedicating today's podcast to my broski. That's right. My brother Rod. Wow. He just got one of the biggest promotions of his life thus far. Congratulations, Rod. We are so proud of you. Like, this is amazing. And it was so cute because he said, are you going to dedicate your podcast to me? 100%. But I want to let you know, listeners, this guy did not for one minute let his faith waver. And that is why God blessed him so well. Amen. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm fired up today. (laughs) We are just going to pray ourselves to the next level. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. And there is no truer Psalm than the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And God's promises day by day. Put your seatbelt on. (laughs) Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins. I will remember no more. Wow. Now that is a remarkable promise. God doesn't just forgive, he forgets. He erases the board. He destroys the evidence 
He burns the microfilm. He clears the computer. He doesn't remember my mistakes. For all the things he does do, this is one thing he refuses to do. He refuses to keep a list of my wrongs. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 32, verse 10. He who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. At times, God requires a season of waiting before he sends his blessing. Then trust becomes your greatest asset. If you don't trust God with your need, you will cry out in fear and panic. At one point during a storm on the Sea of Galilee, the disciples thought they would perish. But Jesus commanded the wind and the waves to be still. He taught those men how to trust in him, even in the most tempestuous of circumstances. And he is teaching you to watch and wait for his outstretched arm. Amen. It's coming. It's coming. Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. As many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You read it right. You heard it right. We have put on Christ. When God looks at us, he doesn't see us. He sees Christ. We wear him. We are hidden in him. We are covered by him. As the song says, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. Presumptuous, sacrilegious, it would be if it were my idea, but it isn't. It is his. Amen. Loving it, loving it. Remember, faith is not belief without proof, but trust is without reservation. John 15, verse 2. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Submitting to God's pruning can be painful. Yielding requires persistent faith. We must hold tightly to God's character with tears in our eyes. But our master gardener is trustworthy. He loves us too much to elevate looking good above being good. With each cut of his pruning knife, God thins our lives in order to thicken our character. Amen. Good words, good words. And Psalm 84, verse 11. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Gotta walk uprightly, listeners. We just gotta walk uprightly. 
Patience is the powerful capacity of selfless love to suffer long under adversity. It is that noble ability to bear with either difficult people or adverse circumstances without breaking down. Over and beyond all of these, patience is that powerful attribute that enables a man or woman to remain steadfast under strain, not just standing, but still pressing on. Not just standing, still pressing on. I love it. Stay right there. I'll be right back. Gosh, we're like eight minutes in already. It's unbelievable. Stay right there. Oh, I just want to close my eyes and pray this morning. Close your eyes, bow your head. Father, as a Christian, I must represent you. My words must be kind. My heart must demonstrate compassion. And I must be an ambassador for you, ready for reconciliation. This is not easy, but it is necessary. I know my ability to reconcile issues with others is not based on my strength, nor is it a goal I can accomplish without you, but I am confident your word will assist me. Your peace will abide with me. Your grace will uphold me. Help me not to remind myself of past hurts that may hinder my ability to resolve conflicts with others. This is a trick of the enemy. Instead, let me remember your word in me is much greater, more powerful, and more loving. Again, your word in me is much greater, more powerful, and more loving. Every wilderness experience has an ending followed by a new chapter in life. However, forgiveness and reconciliation are the keys to open the door. So Father, as you bless me with a new season, help me to be a vessel of peace, love, and reconciliation. Lord, it is my desire to fulfill the plan that you have for my life. I know moving forward does not mean weapons will not be formed against me. But in spite of what I may encounter, help me to remember the value of reconciliation. When anger attempts to sabotage my assignments from you, remind me peace rests in my willingness to resolve issues with your spirit and love. And Father, please do not allow any desire to seek revenge enter into my heart and provide the adversary with a victory. As I begin a new season and leave my wilderness behind, I pray I will be a godly and loving vessel for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. And staying with our prayers from the wilderness, 
Keep your eyes closed. Father, I praise you as a sovereign God who always keeps his word and who is the author of my restoration. Just as you crafted my wilderness experience, you are now creating the newness which brings me into another season of my life, a time of joy, enlarged territory, and God-directed purpose. Not only are you showing me your plans for my life, you are blessing me with the desires of my heart. Your word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. As I strive to be obedient, I keep you first. I experience joy as you fulfill my wants and my needs. Restoration is visible evidence that trouble does have an expiration date. Hallelujah. New things will spring forth from you. All situations, both positive and negative, have an appointed time, and joy does come in the morning. Lord, as you bless me to enter into this new season, I thank you for the experience of my wilderness lessons. No, I did not enjoy the circumstances, but I know I am stronger. I possess the testimony to know what it means to wait on the Lord. I can say it is true. You do provide strength. You do provide encouragement. And you do provide reassurance. Father, my heart is filled with the joy of believing in you, knowing you, depending on you, waiting for you, resting in you, and loving you. Learning to keep you first in my life gives me a spiritual focus. I know as I encounter situations throughout my day that you are with me. I realize moving out of my wilderness season into restoration requires a closer walk with you. Please do not allow me to fall into the trap of independent thinking again. Help me to remember my life, my hope, my future is still in your hands. Let me rejoice and be glad I am not alone. I praise you for your plan for my life, the privilege of a new season with you, your love that keeps me, your thoughts of peace and goodness toward me, and the joy of restoration. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen. John 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing.
believe it. Amen. Awesome. My God is awesome. He can move mountains. Keep me in the valley. Hide me from the rain. My God is awesome. Alleluia. It's going to be a great day. God is so whirling with blessings. All of us that are walking upright, all of us are going to receive blessings from God. My brother Rod got his. It's just a matter of time. You are next. Stay right there. Be right back with more prayers, more praise, more hallelujah. Can't go another day without God's purpose for your life. Are you prepared for the promise? You are the God of my salvation. For you, I wait. Perhaps at one point or another, you wondered if God is all powerful, all knowing, and if he loves me unconditionally. Why are there gaping holes, not only in my life, but in my heart? Well, let me assure you that the Lord is indeed committed to meeting all your needs. God promised he would. Of course, the value of any commitment is based on two things. First, the ability of the promise maker to fulfill his words. And second, his integrity his character to follow through on what's been promised. We know the Lord certainly qualifies on both counts. He has the wisdom, power, and ability necessary to fulfill his pledges to us. He is also holy and trustworthy. God has always done what he has said he would do. So why the delay? Sometimes the holdup is us. The only times in scripture when the Lord has held back his provision are times when his promises were conditional and humanity's behavior was an intervening factor. Therefore, either he may be working on your ability to receive what you need or it may just not be time yet. But hang in there. Don't give up on God. Continue seeking him and trusting him to provide in due time. Jesus, I don't know or understand the persistent needs in my life, but I will trust you in them. Amen. 
Remember, 1 Samuel 17 says, the battle is the Lord's. Whatever battle you face today, take hold of the truth that God can lead you to victory. You may go through times of failure. Life may not always turn out the way you planned, but ultimately, God will be glorified and you will be blessed as you trust him. Every challenge you face presents an opportunity for God to display his wisdom, power, faithfulness, and love to you. So instead of yielding the thoughts of fear or failure, make a commitment to trust him. How do you do it? First, recall past victories. We've heard this, listeners, all the times that he has helped you in the past. Second, search your own heart to make sure that everything is right with God. Third, make the conscious effort to reject discouragement and strengthen yourself with his truth. Fourth, Recognize the real nature of the battle, which is spiritual. Fifth, respond to the challenge with a positive confession of your faith in the Lord. And finally, just rely on God's power for success. Once you've spent time with the Lord, and you know that it's his will for you to enter the battle, you can count on the victory. You can face any circumstance with confidence and hope because it is God's strength, God's wisdom, and God's power that will ultimately lead you to the triumph. Jesus, this battle belongs to you, and I know you will triumph. Amen. Are you listening, Carlos? Okay, God's way, day by day. God's word showed David which alternative to take, which option to pursue, which strategy to employ. He knew when, how, and where to apply God's word in times of trouble. David had many counselors, brilliant and courageous, mighty men who surrounded him with advice. But David relied first and foremost on God's word to be his counselor. That's what I do, listeners. He turned first to what God had had to say anytime he faced bad news or difficult circumstances. He found not only comfort, but also joy in what he read and studied. He found 
confidence that God was with him. So remember, we have to turn to God first, rely on him first and foremost. And listen to what God has to say in times of bad news or difficult circumstances. Amen. I'm feeling dramatic today. I don't know. I just, I feel dramatic. Okay. First John chapter four, verse 10. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. Unconditional love. A person can disobey God either willfully or unknowingly. A person can sin or rebel against God and reap God's consequences for that sin as a means of chastisement. Stop to think about it for a moment. A God who can be disappointed is a God who loves conditionally. A God who loves us when we perform well and then withdraws his love if we perform badly. The truth of God's love is that his love is unconditional. He loves us at all times with an infinite, overwhelming, merciful, gracious, passionate love. God's love is unconditional. Listeners, that means that we will always, every day, have God's love. Let's go out with this prayer. Father, I declare that my spirit is open to the new opportunities and new and pleasant places you are bringing to me. I decree and declare that I will speak the new language that you want me to speak and think in the new ways you direct me to think. I will succeed in this new territory. I thank you, Father, for counting me worthy to be relocated to this new place. Thank you for drawing back from me just enough to allow me to grow and mature into the new creation you designed me to be. I decree and declare that I will not return to the old ways, the old paths, the old creature that I was. I am moving forward in you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Moving forward. Awesome. I'm going to title this podcast, Moving Forward. Listeners, brothers and sisters, followers of Jesus, I am so glad that you came to pray with me today. Whoo! 
blessings have already started and we are feeling them. Just look to your left, look to your right, look up, look down, turn all the way around. Blessings abound us because of our faith, because of our walk, because of our relationship with God. Listeners, we are so far ahead of the pack because we have a tight, intimate, sincere, genuine, pure, mighty, and powerful relationship with our Lord. He loves us. He guides us. He has us all in his hand. He's got the whole world in his hand. And you've heard that song. Come back tomorrow so we can sing some more. Have a great day. Bye for now.